What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I don't really have a specific agenda. I'm actually just going to be going to Twitter um, and looking for some topics maybe to talk about. Um, I am going to start the show off, actually, with maybe I want to get some uh, opinions about about a topic that I don't know. I'm not sure which one is better, uh, and I, if we have any sellers or buyers, I think... I'm interested to hear what people have to say about this topic because, like, basically it's just the two ways that people sell lots on eBay. Uh, I mean, I'm potentially going to be selling a lot, so I'm wondering if from a buyer's perspective, which you would view as something that you would want, um, because and because I'm, in, I'm just in, I'm interested to see kind of the polling here. And I might – maybe I'll put a poll out on – maybe I'll put a poll out on Twitter or something. I don't know. Whatever. But regardless. So – if you're selling, are you going a uh, lot and you sell? I guess, well, actually, so now I'm now that I'm saying it out loud, I think I know the answer, but whatever, regardless, here we go. So if you're selling your cards and you want to sell them as a lot, um, and you most likely you want to sell them all together, I mean, because this is what I, so I bought a bunch of, um, I bought a bunch of, uh, Donovan Mitchell cards, uh, and I'm hoping to sell them before the playoffs or during the playoffs if the if the Jazz make it to the second round or something. But I would like to hypothetically sell them all together. I bought seven of them, and I don't really want to sell seven. I'd like to sell maybe one. Um, and so I'm not, but I'm not sure. Like, if you're a buyer, like, do you want if you're a buyer and you're buying PSA, would you want to see a picture of the card that you're buying because like. I guess it doesn't really matter as long as it's a PSA 10. Like you're not getting the picture of the the picture of the serial number. Um, I mean that would be one downside sort of. Uh, and I mean it's if it's a PSA 10, it's not necessarily going to be better or worse either way. Uh, but if you are a buyer, do you like being able to buy if someone has eight of a card, which is this is an example. Like the I should I wish I had just bought from this person because I ended up. Uh, the person ended up having eight cards and I only bought four of them and then actually the next day they upped the price of the cards probably because I bought four of them I would imagine uh, but either way I think like would you from a buyer's perspective would you rather have the option to buy uh, yeah I guess that would make sense I, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to sell and if you have any suggestions please let me know uh, because I am going to be selling these Mitchells hopefully before the playoffs because I don't really want to hold on to them because I want to I mean, I guess I don't really have any specifics of why I need to sell them. Like, I think Mitchell is a – he's not even underrated, really. He's really good. Um, so I don't know if, like, down the road these cards – I mean, realistically, if I can double what I, what I paid for them, that would be ideal, and that's what I want to do. And then I can re reinvest maybe into some other player or another card, uh, something along those lines. So – I am on Twitter right now, actually, and I see Ryan Cracknell uh, posted a. He's a one of the writers at Beckett. Does a one of the, probably I think he's probably my favorite writer on Twitter of information. Like I and actually an interesting little tidbit uh, of information when I was doing the blog, the blog images that I was putting together actually were inspired a lot by what he was doing on Beckett. Um, I thought he did a really good job organizing the images and making like a cool looking blog image that was like engaging and looked interesting on 
to put on Twitter and to put on the blog. So like a lot of the early blog image stuff and actually even a lot of the early Instagram stuff, I was kind of, um, I was kind of like uh, using him as like a, a piece of a site of inspiration or whatever. I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Uh, so he just posted actually. So the 2020 uh, tops opening day cards have the checklist has been unveiled. I think it must come out next week. I'm guessing. Um, so tops opening day, if you don't know what that is, it's an extension of series one, essentially. So it's sort of like a mini tops update for series one. Like usually what they'll do is you'll have, uh, players that switch teams. Uh, they'll get some of their spring training pictures on there, like early in the spring training. So that way they can get that into the product. Um, at least I think it's spring spring training because I know like or they'll Photoshop the picture like because sometimes what happens with series one there's some, there's like a deadline I think like for example the Anthony Rendon card from series one is still him on the uh, Washington Nationals but there is like a Yankees Garrett Cole card in there so like I would imagine in um, in opening day you'll see an Anthony Rendon card in the products from, but, but an angels, Anthony right now, cause he's signed and he switched teams. But so the big, the big, uh, I guess, topic of conversation is that Lu Luis Robert is actually in the product. Um, and I think that shows maybe how potentially close he was going to, I think they could have put him in series one, but I think they had pushed back a bunch of players that could have been in last year's tops they said that there's no way they could put Robert in Series 1. Like, there have been a ton of uh, Robert rookie cards from 2020 already. And I, I think this obviously confirms that he's going to be in Series 2. I mean, I, I, it's weird. Like, with prospects like this, he doesn't – he hasn't um, – like, has anybody seen an announcement? Like, it feels like they – maybe the maybe the contract extension was the technical announcement that they had to say he was going to be on the opening day roster because I remember – and maybe they're just waiting. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure. This is the part that I'm confused about. Because, like, last year, I remember, like, Tatis and Alonzo and Eloy, they all had, like, announcements that they were going to be starting the season on the opening day roster. Like, Vlad Jr. didn't start the season on the opening day roster. Uh, he got called up later on in the season, which then ended up being in Series 2. He was in had enough time for Series 2. Um, but so I haven't seen any announcements for uh, Robert, which... Like, I, I posted a bunch of stuff over the last few weeks about, like, some White Sox, uh, like, and I don't know, how, it's not, like, even investigative. Like, I was just looking at their depth chart, and he was the opening, he was the starting center fielder, and I was like, that's weird. Like, why haven't I seen an announcement? I keep saying this, but whatever. So, I'm actually just going to go to eBay and look up those cards right now, because I'm interested to see what the cards are going for. Um, I feel like this could be the first year that like this um that tops opening day could be a product that like may have a little bit of resale value like because usually with the thing with opening day it's like it's an extension of series one which is already a pretty highly produced product um and then from there it's like it's then opening day is just like it's a cheaper product like you, you, like last year remember i bought a hobby box i think for like 20 bucks um and like there's less autographs and stuff in there it's more just like for people that want to open packs like it's it's a i'd say it's a kids friendly product because you can buy a ton of packs like you can you can buy um 
a hobby box for like 20 bucks, which I don't know for sure if that's what the prices are going to be now because of this Robert card. Uh, and I'm looking at some of the eBay sales, and I mean, wow, there's some crazy, some pretty crazy prices in my opinion. Like there are like 90, 100, uh, 88, $90 for this card. Um, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Like I feel that this has got to be the first time that we've seen an opening day card sell for that much. I can't, because I, I can't even think of anybody that would have not been in Series 1 that would be an opening day. So, like, this is, in my opinion, this is maybe one of the first times something like this has ever happened. And I don't know, like, maybe I'll have to go back and see, because, like, now this kind of makes me think, like, what if these opening day cards, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think Tops is, you know, Tops, shout out to Tops this year. They are really... Their plan that they have put together for players to put into products has been spot on this whole year. Like, even going back to last year, because they planned for the Bichette and they planned for the Yoron Alvarez and maybe not Gavin Lux, but, like, the rookie rookie cards coming out of Series 1 were ridiculous. And now they have a, Roberts, a Robert card coming out of tops opening day to make that product maybe something that people actually want to buy because like for the most part if you go to a, like a target or walmart you're gonna find this product easy like no doubt this is one of the products same with series one like these were the two they these were the two products that were just in the store the whole entire year like even as series two came out even as tops update came out there was still series one on the shelves they could not even like give it away they couldn't pay you to couldn't pay you to take it and I mean, now they've made it. They made these two products pretty desirable, in my opinion. Like this, this Robert card is. I think is. I'd, I'll be interested to see how this card compares to his Series Two card when that comes out. Like, is this really puts a little bit of a wrinkle in his market, and I think in the rookie card market in general. Like, I, I get that this card is probably going to be short printed. Like, I think everyone's saying that it's short printed on. I think it's on the short print checklist if i'm not mistaken and i'm not exactly sure how that works so 201 if i had to guess there's probably 200 and then his card is 201 which is similar with like uh i think acuna's was acuna's card in series two was also like that i think there was 250 in his card no actually i'm not 100 percent sure i think all the short prints came after a certain number so i mean yeah this this Robert card, like Robert has been a guy that I'm actually disappointed in myself not buying him because like I have been talking about him for a few weeks now um, and his cards were like 55 bucks. I was even talking about him on a live stream on TikTok like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, this guy, he's, this is a, this, people are saying this is the next trout. He was the number three prospect in uh, the, uh, pipeline he was number six on baseball america i don't know i mean he i think that white Sox. i think you know the white Sox, their team to watch out for i think i've said that as well i think they hold on let me see if i can find um because there was a let's see let's see let's see um i don't know who would have tweeted this but like somebody today tweeted about the white Sox lineup also Luis robert uh ryan cracknell also put out this on twitter today or it would have been yesterday at this point if you're listening to this or maybe even two days ago actually if this comes out a couple days after i'm recording which i think it is yeah i think it's gonna so 
uh, March 31st of this year is the last day you can send in, which I don't know if Tops has to have the card or they or you have to have proof that you sent it in. I'm assuming it's that Tops has to have the card. So like that would mean you either have to send it in a priority mail or something, get it like one two day shipping if you send it on the 28th or whatever, 29th. But like the 31st, 31st of March is the last day that you have to send in your Luis Robert auto redemptions from um, from 2018 Bowman uh, because his autos were, like I said, redemptions. So there's a chance that, which I think that makes his, and this is not really off based off of other people's redemptions, which is maybe something I'll need to look into. But um, also, I need to, so maybe um maybe now that we've got a decent amount of listeners listening to the show you can tweet me i think yes this is a new um i'll go back to luis robert redemption in a second but i need i need people on twitter to do this for me anytime i say i need to look this up or i maybe i need to do an episode about this please tweet me during an episode whenever you hear that because I, I, I must say it on every single episode that I need to do an episode about something, and then I literally don't write it down, and I just completely forget because I'm an idiot sometimes. So I'd appreciate it. Anytime you hear that, I'm going to have to say it at the beginning of every episode probably. Um, but here's, here's the first campaign. Here's my first pitch. Anytime you hear me say I need, to do, I need to make a full episode or I need to write that down or I need to look into that – Tweet me because I need to start actually following through on some of these things that I'm saying because I literally just forget and I just it's just because I don't listen back. Sometimes I'll listen back to the show and sometimes I won't. But then even when I'm listening back, it's like I'm not listening for me saying that, which I should. I don't know. Whatever. But thank you. If you do this, thanks. I appreciate it. Also, leave a review on iTunes. That's neither here nor, here nor there. Back to this Robert card. Maybe I need to look into players who had redemption autos because that probably means that not all the autos are going to be redeemed because there's probably still some unopened wax somewhere of 2018 Bowman. Uh, I believe this was Bowman draft. No, Bowman baseball. That means that there's probably some Bowman baseball somewhere in the world that's unopened and that has a, it doesn't have the one of one because we know the one of one sold. So that's good. That's out in the world. That one sold for 55 K over the summer. We know that for sure, so that's definitely good. But there could be, like, number to five. There could be numbers to ten. There could be number to 99. There could be hundreds. Probably not hundreds. There's probably, like, a hundred, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the number would be, but whatever. They're, they're just going to go unclaimed, and that's and then those. <laughs> so people are going to be opening up 2018 Bowman Baseball in ten years, and they're going to get a Luis Robert redemption, it's gonna, which I think you can send those in, and they do give you a replacement, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think I've, I forget who, I forget who might've been saying that, but I think you expired redemptions. I think tops does still take, you just can't get that card, I guess, which doesn't make any sense. Cause if it doesn't make the thing that with redemptions expiring, that doesn't make sense to me is why would they expire? Like tops still has the cards, right? Like if you're sending in a redemption, tops has the card. So why would they make it expire? like just put the cards into like a vault or something. I don't know. It if it's a 10 year if it's 10 years, 20 years, 15 years, whatever. Maybe maybe you can't you, they just can't hold all the cards, but at the same time it's like I don't know. 
if a Luis Robert redemption is still out there, if they know for a fact there are, because they know how many there are. The tops will never tell us, but they know how many Luis Robert redemptions there are. So, like, just don't get rid of the cards. Like, I don't know what they're doing with the cards after these redemptions expire. Like, I forget who, like, it might have been Mojo Breaks I was talking about this, because I think they might have been talking about opening up 20, 2003 Tops Chrome Basketball, and I think there may have been LeBron autos in that product, potentially. It was something with LeBron uh, where the the auto had expired, the redemption had expired, which that, like I said, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, expired redemptions, like, why can't they just keep the cards? Like, especially for a player like Robert, like, it's not like, I can't imagine they have more than four or five redemptions each each year for a certain product um but whatever i don't know so we'll see <laughs> i think i say that often too but what so but whatever we'll see who knows so this robert i mean i don't know robert's interesting to me he's probably the most interest i'm probably the most interested in him out of anybody this season wander franco i guess but he's probably not going to be in the majors um but yeah the first few of these cards have even sold on ebay too which you know I don't know what the price is going to be. It's a short print. It's an opening day. You know, congrats, Tops. They really, like I said, that it's really, it's honestly impressive that they have turned Series 1 and Tops opening day into two products that people actually kind of want. Uh, and I don't know how short printed this card will be. But we'll, and I don't think he, there probably won't be any, Luis Robert autos in there, or there might. I don't know. That's the other thing. I think opening day is fun because they also have like the like the fun sets. Like I think a few years ago they did the thing where they had the um, they had the uh, players weekend variations of the one of the sets, and I, that was cool because they had the like the nickname on the card, and they also were wearing the players uh, uh, the players weekend jersey. Which, if I'm not mistaken, I think that might have been the only set that year that they did that. And also, it was the year before they switched to the black and white jerseys for Players Weekend, which is maybe one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. The Players Weekend is supposed to be fun, and they turned it into like a... They MLB'd up Players Weekend very hard last year by making the jerseys black and white. Like, that's the stupidest... Like, it's unbelievably stupid. I can't even believe that. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, so Boba Shett this year has a Players Weekend bow variation in Series 1. So I'm wondering if they'll have a similar set in uh, this year's opening day. I mean, I think that would be pretty cool. I think the Trout one that I saw, because I, I, this is, the, I, and actually, the only reason I really remember that they had this set was because back in October of 2018, um, I actually took a little bit of a break from making content on here. So a break, I know, pretty crazy. Um, I'm actually scrolling back on my Instagram right now, and you can see actually after that post is when I really made a significant shift in the content. Um, I'm scrolling back here. Wow, I'm scrolling back pretty far. Uh, not to brag, uh, but I'm scrolling back pretty far here. Um, I also just hit 500 posts on TikTok, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, wait, where the heck is it? Maybe I was wrong about that. No, I think I, I made a... Oh, no, wait, where is it? 
I can't even find it now. Um, where, because, hmm, where is it? No, the, the graveyard. October, when did I um, post about those cards then? I might, maybe did I? Did I not? Maybe maybe I'm incorrect here. I don't know, actually. Now that I'm looking, I can't find it. I thought I had made a post about it, but maybe, I guess, I mean, I guess I'm incorrect here. Regardless, the, October 2018 is when I did take a break. Um, I took a, let's see, so October 20th, October 21st to March 11th. So like a five to six month break. I was making the content. I didn't really love it at the time. Um, I think then I started up the blog again because I think March this, oh, so March 11th. So actually that's, oh, so that's weird that, so that was yesterday. Oh, wow. That's weird. Very cool, actually. So that's the one year of me really getting back into it because March 11th, 2019. Hmm. Wow. So that's a little, that's kind of a little fun fact. Actually, that's funny because now the Gary V <laughs> the Gary V podcast came out on the one year anniversary of me getting back into this, back into the card game. Hmm. Wow. Kind of the more you know, I guess. Uh. So I think that's all I got. Um, Luis Roberts, super excited. Tons of tons of good stuff. Uh. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok. Heroes for Sale. Uh, rate the podcast on iTunes if you don't mind. You want to subscribe. Um, you can follow me on Spotify, the podcast. Uh, let's see, where else? You can go to my Instagram, the link in my Instagram bio. You'll be able to find me everywhere else on the internet, like LinkedIn. Uh, Twitter is A Palmer Media. Like I said, I should have actually mentioned that. Now I'm going to have to mention that when, I, when I'm asking people to tweet at me. <laughs> I'm going to have to make sure I mention my Twitter handle because it's not Heroes for Sale, which, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody can help me out here. Should I make a Heroes for Sale Twitter? Because I have A Palmer Media, and I just I post all my card stuff from A Palmer Media. Do I need to make a Heroes for Sale? I don't know. We'll see. That's going to be it for the episode, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next one.